Investor intelligence provides general information only. You should consider seeking independent advice to see how this information relates to your unique circumstances. Please refer to the terms and conditions available at investorintelligence.com.au for more. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Investor Intelligence, brought to you by the team at The Property Mentors. It's your weekly podcast for all things investment and hosted by me, Phoebe Sikowski-Wallace. So today's episode is, of course, part of our full-on Feb series where for the month of February, we're releasing double the amount of episodes so that you'll have double the amount of content. And joining me today is property mentor extraordinaire Malika Kingwell. Welcome, Malika Kingwell. Thank you, Phoebe. So, Malika, one of the reasons that we're doing Full on Feb um, is due to the number of submissions that we've had recently for FAQ episodes. Um, But as I've said in previous episodes, sometimes certain questions get asked multiple times uh, by multiple people. Sometimes they're asked in different ways, but ultimately they sit under kind of one topic, which is usually a sign that many people are kind of wanting to know more about this one topic and therefore it you know, it gets its own episode. And thank you for everyone who has submitted those because it really helps. But today's topic is all about buying investment properties interstate, which, you know, buying an investment property anywhere is a big leap for for anyone. And for many, sometimes when they buy one or more in their own area, buying interstate when that opportunity comes up can feel a little bit more daunting. There's a bit of hesitancy there. Um, Malika, am I correct in saying that this is a question or a concern that is brought to you often? All the time. Uh, I would say at least 98% of my members have come to me with that concern at the very beginning of that ju- of their you know property investing journey. Mm. And I would say probably that 98% or in fact, yes, the 98% that had that concern have now got multiple properties across all different states in the country. Okay, so then who better to talk to then than someone who's asked this often and someone who guides their members? Where do you think that hesitancy comes from, just to start off with? I truly think it's heavily emotionally based. Mm. I think it's not normal for people to buy something that they're not going to touch, see, visit every day, mm. you know, familiar with it it's it's not normal we don't buy anything that we've not usually Hmm. that we've not already seen yeah um so it's it's scary it's super scary so it's it's kind of I guess that emotional of the unknown and not understanding um which is why it's so important to have that right education surrounding that Mm. um and the right plan so if an opportunity does arise interstate Um, and it's a great opportunity for your investment portfolio, then you feel comfortable and equipped to to take up that opportunity. That's a really good way to look at it, actually. So let's start with, you know, this is not necessarily related to buying interstate just yet, but what are the most important factors to consider when choosing a location for an investment property just anywhere? Yeah, great question. Um, Look, I would suggest that the most important things, or I mean, everything's important, but the main 
first steps, the biggest criteria would be ensuring that, you know, where 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 it is that you're going to potentially buy, check out the growth plans within that area. What development is in process and in progress within that area? Is there development happening at the moment? Is there future plans for development? Look on the government websites to make sure that things that are being said are in place are actually happening. You know, have the plans started? Have they been approved for all this um, amazing development and growth? what kind of amenities are in the area um, how close is are they to freeways if they are close to a freeway is there more development and expansion of that freeway mm. is there new schools is there current schools so those are kind of the bigger that's sort of the bigger picture and a big overview of, mm. of what you need to look for um, but I would be definitely starting with those things yeah and of yeah. course within them there's other little subcategories but then you know absolutely we'd be here forever yeah, mentioning we would. Those. yeah. <laughs> so then okay so how then is the process of buying an investment property interstate given everything you've just said then how does that differ to buying slightly more locally and what are some of the common considerations with that to be honest, it actually doesn't really differ much. The the only things that you have to you know be ensured to take into consideration is well, the first is the obvious, right? So you're buying interstate, so it's an area that you're not familiar with. So just like what we mentioned a moment ago, by making sure you've done the right research in that area, understanding what growth is happening in that area and the development plans potentially going on in that area, you take that same action and put it into play interstate. Um, and then ensuring you've got the right team, right, around you. So, you know, each state will have um, their own laws, and regulations in yeah. place. So therefore you need a conveyancer that is registered, for example, in that state to be able to review your contracts or a lawyer, solicitor, whoever it is you may be using. So it's important to make sure you've got those right people. For example, you need to make sure you've got the right property manager. You know, say you own a property in uh, Victoria, uh, but you live in Queensland, you're not going to have a Queensland property manager come and manage your property down in Victoria. No. You know, it's, it's those sorts of things. So the same principles apply. It's just ensuring that the the right people in the right place in your team are in that area. Mm. Um, and you've done that research. That's the most important. Um, other little things to consider um, are things like, yes, yeah, so different states have different laws um, and regulations. So stamp duty um, amounts vary from state to state. Um, you've got different property management fees from state to state. Yeah. Um, mm. So things like that as well are important to consider um, and 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 take into consideration when you are purchasing yeah. interstate. Yeah, fab. I do want to talk a little bit more about the role of um, property managers in there soon, but how can an investor assess the local property market and economic conditions from that distance? Like how, how do they kind of navigate that? Good, another really great question. Um, to be honest, honest truth, they don't need to. That's why you'd have a mentor, right? Mm. That's 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 our job as mentors to do that for you. We're doing this day in, day out. That's our job as mentors. I find um, actually a lot of people don't actually have the time to do this kind of stuff. That's a uh, majority of my members have come to me because of, they are time poor. Um, so that's our job, right? That's our job as mentors to do that for you um, and to take that kind of weight off your shoulders. So in this case, how would say the help of a buyer's agent or a buyer's advocate, as they're also known, differ from, say, a property mentor? Yeah, good question. Again, get asked that quite a lot. Um, essentially, a buyer's advocate or buyer's agent, they are great if you're looking for that one-off 
purchase, right? That one property. Um, they will get you that one property. However, if you're looking for that longer term plan and that growth planning with your property portfolio, that's when a mentor comes into play, mm. right? So not only will we help you continue to grow your property portfolio. Um, like we mentioned earlier, we will make sure you've got the right people around you, the right team, pending on state mm. that you're purchasing in as well, um, and, and continue to review uh, that portfolio for you so we can help you continue to grow that. Yeah, so that difference is really the long term of it. The long term, a lot of handholding. Yeah, the relationship you have with your members over, over that long term. 100%. You know, we, we really understand what... You know, we're working with our members for such a long period of time. We really understand what it is that they actually want to achieve for their lives, right? And that's the most important thing here. So as a mentor, we're going to be able to take those things into consideration as we continue to grow the portfolio. Yeah, fantastic. So we mentioned just before sort of the role of property managers, but what role do property managers play in the process of buying and managing an investment property interstate? Um, and how can you make sure that you find the right one? Yeah, good. I actually just had a um, a coaching call with one of my members um, about this. Um, she's just sort of getting to understand the steps she needs to learn and consider um, moving forward when she eventually becomes a um, residential rental provider. But they play a key, key part, mm-hmm. right, when it comes to your investment portfolio. Look at it like this. You've got at least an asset of over, a, you know, half a million dollars, Right you need to ensure that that asset is well looked after, well maintained, okay? So having the right property manager for that property is integral to your plan, okay? So a property manager can do all of these next steps that I'm gonna mention. So first of all, they can, if you're buying interstate and you're not available to do your defect inspection on the property, your property manager is gonna go and do that defect inspection for you just prior to settlement. Mm. That is key to make sure that that is done. Um, A defect inspection means things like, you know, going to inspect that property to make sure there's no Uh, paint chips on the walls, Um, you know, the fittings and fixtures are all fitted off and finished off nicely. Um, There's just nothing outstanding left to be done with that property prior to settlement. And if there is, they will then liaise with the uh, developer, builder, vendor, whomever it might be to get that organised and fixed up prior to settlement. Okay. The next steps that they'll do is nine times out of 10, if they're able to Upon that defect inspection, they will organise for their photographer, a good property manager, will organise for their photographer to also come to the property at the same time to take those professional photos ready for your property to be uploaded and advertised online from day of settlement, Mm -hmm. Um, which is amazing because, again, there's no time wasted then, right, because the property manager is organising and making sure that the property is going to get leased out as soon as possible. From there, that property manager will organise all your inspections for you. They will host those inspections for you. They will do all the due diligence that they'll need on any applications put forward. Some very heavy reference checks. Is I, I know the property managers that they do, good ones, do some really you know detailed reference checks, um, ensuring that the right renter is put in the property. Mm-hmm. From there onwards, they will help organise the rents, any maintenance, any ongoing issues or anything that might need that might occur through the property's lifetime 
they'll help organise and liaise everything for you. So they're, they're integral to, to your property. Yeah, so think of it if you're interstate and mm-hmm. you've got someone looking after that property and going there as often as they need to, mm-hmm. you should you don't really have to worry about the, the state because obviously they're, they're going to be reporting everything back to you. Absolutely. And to answer your question um, that you asked when how do you find the right property manager, um, look, I, I've got dozens of members across the country, right? They've got properties collectively all together, over hundreds of properties together, okay? So that what that means is not just myself, but in the team here at the Property Mentors, we do know a lot of property managers collectively between us um, across the country that we can introduce you to, um, which is just why it's really important to ensure that you do have the right team around you. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Can you share any success stories of investors who have had success buying property interstate? As you, I know you said before, 98% of your <laughs> members have either bought it now or, you know, they've, they've come to you and you've, you've navigated them through this. I'm sure there's quite a few success stories there. There is. Um, yeah, there's, there is a lot. I, I think the most, I, I, we'll go through the most recent one, actually. I've got, I've got a member. Um, so she is based in New South Wales. Um, uh, first time investor. Uh, she owns her principal place of residence, um, but she's first time investor. Okay, so over the, over the last co- kind of couple of months, we've we've worked on the plan, the strategy, education, um, everything that she needs to work on, and um, she's ended up purchasing a property in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, for her, huge because she is very much somebody that does need and like to touch and feel and see for it to be real right and for it to feel safe and comfortable for her Um, but with the education and the plan that has been created and the hard work that she's put into that she is now confident and she's now got a property um, just currently due to settle very soon underway so in a completely different state and I think that's probably one of my most recent success stories with somebody um you know investing into property interstate yeah wow and her first property was her first it. one that's fantastic it's absolutely incredible she's very happy um she was very proud of herself and I was very proud of her as well oh that's amazing yeah. I love that so Malika just to wrap up do you have any final advice that you would give to someone just starting out as an interstate property investor yeah, I think similar to what I said right at the beginning of, of this um, this conversation with you, Phoebe, uh, it, it really is just in taking that emotion out, okay? But to do that, you do need a plan and you do need that support and that guidance and that hand-holding. Um, and you just need to take the emotion out of seeing, touching and feeling and place those emotions elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Those emotions need to be with the figures that you see on your cash flow forecasting. That's where the emotion needs to be, not what the property looks like and how close it is to your front door. Yeah. Well, thank you for walking us through that because it, it really sounds like at the crux of it, as long as you have the right team um, and you've, yeah, you've let go of that kind of emotional side of not being able to physically see and touch and smell the, yeah. the property, <laughs> um, it's really not as daunting as it, it may seem. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to, uh, you know, take action and put things in the place. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me, Phoebe. It's been fab. If you found this episode or any of our episodes helpful, please make sure to share and leave a rating to help us reach more people on their investing journeys. And of course, subscribe to be notified when new episodes drop.
make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Investor Intelligence Podcast. You can find links to our other socials in the show notes, including a link to the Property Mentors weekly blog. If you're ready to get your property portfolio in shape for financial freedom, check out Luke's latest book, Property Fit. You can get yourself a copy at www.propertyfitbook.com.au. 